What's up, everybody? On today's show, Michigan wins the national championship as we have a non-SEC title winner for the first time since 2018. Ole Miss running back Quinshawn Judkins has chosen his transfer destination and some shakeups for two SEC schools when it comes to their defensive coordinators. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what's up, everybody? Welcome into Lockdown SEC. It's great to have you guys along. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets. With any winning $5 money line bet, that's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Shout out to our everydayers. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, covering your team every day. We got plenty to discuss, so let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the Around the conference. And we're going to start outside of the conference as a national champion was crowned on Monday night. Michigan is the best team in the country. Jim Harbaugh and the number one Wolverines jumped out to an early lead, and they put number two Washington away in the second half to win Monday night's national championship game 34-13. to They finished the season as the only undefeated team in college football. The win is Michigan's first national title since 1997. And, of course, encapsulates Jim's, Jim Harbaugh's uh, tumultuous year where he was suspended twice for six of Michigan's 15 games, of course, amid the cheating scandal and all that kind of stuff. So, pretty crazy. But... Look, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about them because this is an SEC podcast. So we got to jump to ESPN has put out their way too early college football top 25 for 2024. Mark Schleibach does this every year following the conclusion of the national championship. So who does he have from the SEC? Well, he's got preseason, early, very early preseason look to next year. He's got Georgia number one, Texas number two. Welcome to the SEC, Texas. So Georgia one, Texas two. Two SEC teams sitting there on top. He's got Alabama at four. He's got Ole Miss at seven. Mizzou at eight. So both those teams coming off 11-win seasons. Ole Miss seven. Mizzou eight. LSU 14. Oklahoma 15. And Tennessee 17. As for the two teams that just play for the title, March Leibaugh's got Michigan six and Washington 11. So, um... That's what, four, five, six. That's eight SEC teams in the top 17 in Mark Schleba's way too early college football top 25 for next year. So uh, pretty crazy stuff there. It, it's interesting kind of reading some of the write-ups. Obviously, a lot of transfer portal guys with a lot of these schools having a big factor. But uh, the interesting one, so Washington, he's got number 11. They just lost the national championship. I was on the sideline for the game last night, and – was able to catch up with a familiar face, our buddy Will Rogers, former Mississippi State quarterback who we've had on the show a handful of times. He was donning his new Washington gear. And, uh, you know, as Mark Schleybaugh writes, Washington is going to be a title contender next year with Will Rogers taking over quarterback. Michael Penix is moving on. He's off to the NFL. So it'd be crazy to see if Will Rogers could have some great success there at Washington going from the SEC and Mississippi State out to... I guess, what are they, the Big Ten now? 
not going to be the Pac-12 anymore. So, pretty crazy stuff there. But uh, as we look at it, the history of the college football playoff title games, like we said, first time since 2018, a non-SEC team has won the title. 2019, LSU beat Clemson. 2020, Bama beat Ohio State. 2021, Georgia beat Bama. 2022, Georgia beat TCU. And this year, Michigan over Washington. But the last decade uh, since the college football playoff has started, I mean, it's been a lot of... Well, we had a lot of Bama and Clemson, it felt like, those first, like, five or six years. So, uh, but yeah, just weird that the SEC will not be... Uh, well, they're not crowning a champion. Currently, we'll see if they can do it again next year. Odds are they will. Uh, but ESPN reportedly in talks to extend a TV deal with the college football playoff. That was from Pete Thamel last night. Uh, the current deal set to expire after 2025. ESPN originally signed a 12-year contract at the inception of the college football playoff. The deal that's been discussed would include the final two years of the current deal with six additional years added in. It's notable as the playoff will expand from four to 12 teams. While nothing's been finalized, the report indicates ESPN is considering paying approximately $1.3 billion for the rights to the new six-year deal, uh, which would start in 2026. But Bill Hancock, executive director of the playoffs, said the committee is happy with where they are in the negotiation process. He said, I have to say, this is, this is a negotiation, so I'm not going to be able to tell you much about it, but we're happy with where we are. Not quite to the finish line yet, so we'll see what happens there, but... Look, ESPN can't let this one go. It's it's a big deal. Uh, other news going on around the conference. Well, Quinchon Judkins, the Ole Miss running back, he is on the move. And last night, he made an official saying he is transferring to the Ohio State Buckeyes. Ohio State landing Quinchon Judkins coming off a recent visit to Columbus and uh, announces intentions to transfer there to Ohio State. He tweeted out, I have loved my time here at Ole Miss. I'm grateful for the opportunity to grow as a football player and a person. I hope you understand and respect my choice. Love you all. Wish nothing but success. Quinchon Judkins became the first SEC player since Herschel Walker with 15-plus touchdowns in each of his first two collegiate seasons. And this year, he led the SEC in rushing touchdowns uh, the last two years. So, uh, two years there. Arguably the best running back in the SEC. Rushing for a ton of yards, 31 touchdowns, three receiving touchdowns, and he would now enter a running back room where he's not automatically slated as a starter. Travion Henderson has a decision to make there at Ohio State whether he's going to come back or head to the NFL, but should Henderson stay and forego the NFL draft for one more year, uh, that's a hell of a one-two punch at Travion Henderson and Quinchon Judkins. But uh, we'll see what happens there. Some good news for... Ole Miss, though, as Ulysses Bentley, their backup running back, announced yesterday he is sticking around after finishing uh, second on the team with 540 yards rushing. Started his career at SMU, played there a handful of years, and then transferred over to Ole Miss. Battled some injuries, but has been productive when he's gotten in there, and um, right now figures to be a big part of that backfield for Ole Miss next year with Ulysses Bentley. So, um, a lot of guys coming back for the Rebels. Add Ulysses Bentley to the mix, but obviously they lose Quinchon Judkins. Be a big loss for them. Can they make up for that production in the run game? We will see. But Jackson Dart's back. Trey Harris is back. Jordan Watkins. Caden Priestcorn. I mean, they got a ton of talent coming back. So uh, we'll see if they can fill, refill that production of Quinchon Judkins. But look, Lane Kiffin, his offense is... 
they seem to do just fine no matter who is in there. All right. Thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, we're going to hit on some defensive coordinator news going on around the SEC. We'll hit on that in just a second right here on Locked on SEC. First, I want to remind you guys this episode is presented to you by friends over at Jace Medical. Look, I know we come to sports to escape some of the craziness of real life. And speaking of real life, I uh, want to mention our friends over at Jace Medical. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. It can be scary. Can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if your significant other or one of your kids get sick while a supply chain issue keeps them from the life-saving medication they need. Thankfully, you'll be okay because of Jace Medical, the Jace case. They offer a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, the list goes on and on. Go visit Jace Medical, J-A-S-E medical.com. Complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com. It's J-A-S-E, medical.com. And when you do so, use our offer code, LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. That's going to get you $20 off your order. Again, that's over at jacemedical.com. Check them out today. Well, along here, Locked On SEC. Thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. Shout out to our everydayers. Come on back tomorrow on the show. We'll have some other great guests throughout the week getting you. Um, man, we're into the offseason now. College football season is over. It's quite depressing. All right, we got uh, plenty more discussion we got to get into with some news going on around the conference. So let's uh, dive back into it. As we head over to Alabama, as report came out last night, Kevin Steele. Is calling it quits on his coaching career. Long-time coach uh, in the collegiate ranks. And Kevin Steele rejoined Nick Saban's program back in the start of last season. Defense coordinator this year for the Crimson Tide. Defense was very, very good. But uh, corner report from Chris Lowe over at ESPN. Kevin Steele going to be 66 very soon. And he's going to hang things up after 40 years in coaching. That includes 12 years spent as a defensive coordinator. Spent a lot of years in the SEC and ACC. Played linebacker at Tennessee back in the 70s. Spent time on the coaching staffs at Bama and Auburn, LSU. And uh, would land the head coaching job at Baylor, where it did not go so well during his four seasons there. But uh, Alabama's defense ranked 16th nationally in scoring uh, this past season and likely going to produce some very high draft picks in Kool-Aid McKinstry, Terry and Arnold, Chris Braswell, Dallas Turner, Justin Aboigby. Had some great talent to work with, but the question is now, where does Alabama go? And as of this recording, uh, some internal candidates that Bama could be looking to uh, include Travaris Robinson, their defensive backs coach. He is considered a stellar recruiter, has a lot of SEC experience, was obviously coached at Auburn and Florida and South Carolina. So remember earlier this year, there was that incident with Lane Kiffin where, you know, ahead of the Bama game, he was saying, oh, yes, uh, looking at the film, looks like Javaris Roberts is calling the play. It's not even Kevin Steele. He's not even running that defense. And Nick Saban kind of took exception to it, said, no, Kevin Steele is our defense coordinator. Javaris Robinson is our DB's coach. But nonetheless, um, that one would be an easy one, right? Because he's a younger guy and could fill right in there. So, 
you might call that one maybe the early leader in the clubhouse. Saban could just promote in-house Travis Robinson. Also could promote in-house with Freddie Freddie Roach, coach of defensive line since 2020. Uh, Charles Kelly, Auburn's co-offensive coordinator, uh, de- co-defensive coordinator after a year at Colorado. Um, Charles Kelly spent time with, in Tuscaloosa as an associate defensive coordinator and safeties coach. Another name to keep an eye on, Charlie Strong. He's in his 60s now, but former Texas head coach. A lot of SEC coaching experience. Obviously, was at Florida for a good portion of the early 2000s. Won a pair of national championships there. So we'll keep an eye on that one over at Alabama, see who they end up uh, replacing Kevin Steele with. But obviously, um, look, Bama has a revolving door at coordinator OC <laughs> in D.C., and it just doesn't seem to matter, right? Like, they never seem to miss. I mean, Bama fans may say Bill O'Brien and uh, Pete Golding you know, maybe weren't the best, but, uh, I mean, Bill O'Brien coached the first Heisman-winning quarterback in Alabama history, so he did something right there. And Pete Golding, I thought, had some, you know, had some good defenses. Wasn't lights out like Bama fans wanted, but Kevin Steele did a good job this year. But now Bama needs to replace or D.C. We'll see, like I said, if they stay in-house or go elsewhere. Another move in the SEC. How about Ron Roberts over at Auburn? According to reports, he is set to leave Auburn and stay in the SEC and join Florida as their, quote, executive head coach for defense, co-defensive coordinator, and linebackers coach. That's from Matt Zenitz over 24-7 Sports. Uh Roberts joined Auburn last year after three seasons at Baylor as their D.C. and inside linebackers coach. Uh, Roberts would reunite with Billy Napier, who he served as defense coordinator at Louisiana Lafayette in 2018 and 2019. But Billy Napier trying to do everything he can to turn this season around. And I I liked Arston Armstrong as the defense coordinator last year. Obviously, it wasn't all great. It wasn't all sunshine and roses. But Florida was number four in the SEC in total defense and points allowed but they rank fourth from the bottom in rushing yards allowed. So the hope is that Ron Roberts could come in and kind of help turn that thing around. So, you know, it was funny. When I first saw Ron Roberts going to leave Auburn and head to Florida, I was like, oh, what happened with Austin Armstrong? But it sounds like they're going to keep him and add Ron Roberts. And again, Matt Zenit's reporting, executive head coach for the defense, co-defensive coordinator, and linebackers coach. Quite some titles there for Ron Roberts. But, there's no denying Ron Roberts did a good job this year at Auburn. That defense was was pretty scrappy. And, um, again, wasn't all perfect, but overall I thought Auburn's defense was pretty good. And, uh, like we said, Armstrong appearing to remain with the program despite Ron Roberts coming in. And those two guys running a defense together, Florida should be tremendously improved defensively next year. Now the question is for Auburn, where do they go? Some names to watch for their defensive coordinator. Uh, internal hire, they could go with linebackers coach Josh Aldrich. Very highly thought of, well-respected. So that's a, that's a possibility. Charles Kelly, you know, who mentioned for Alabama, he's a candidate. Travaris Robinson, of course, coached at Auburn before. If he doesn't get the Alabama D.C. gig, he might get the Auburn D.C. gig. Uh, Travis Williams over in Arkansas, obviously ties there. Zach Arnett, former Mississippi State head coach who was just let go, he could make some sense. And then uh, Tom Allen over at Penn State also is a name to keep an eye on. Just some preliminary preliminary names. I'll get the word out to keep an eye on there for uh, Auburn. But how about that? Auburn and Alabama, both their defensive coordinator jobs open up 
after just one-year stints from Kevin Steele and Ron Roberts. So uh, certainly something we'll be tracking over the uh, next couple weeks. And um, you would think in the coming days we'll probably get some answers on where Bama and Auburn will go. All right, still more to come here on Locked On SEC, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. We're going to dip into the transfer portal. Yes, there's still movement. Names moving around. Guys finally starting to pick schools. So we'll dive headfirst into that here around the SEC coming up in just a second. First, I want to remind you guys, this episode presented to you by friends over at the FanDuel app. Look, the NFL regular season winded down. We got playoff action this weekend, and there's no place better to get in on the playoff action than with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. Go check them out. FanDuel.com slash locked on is the website you need to go to. Uh, after you get all signed up and you're good to go, you can download the app. And it's super easy to use the FanDuel app. A lot of different ways to get on the action. They got live, same game parlays. Uh, you can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. So much different stuff going on there. And of course, we got some big underdogs in the NFL playoffs this weekend. If you like some people to pull off the upsets, how about C.J. Stroud at home, the Houston Texans? Can they do it against the uh, Cleveland Browns and Joe Flacco? All of that is up there for you at FanDuel. Again, go to our website, fanduel.com slash locked on. you got to put the slash locked on. That's going to get you the special offer that they've got. Again, fanduel.com slash locked on. And uh, make your first bet a layup. Check them out today. FanDuel, they are the official partner of the NFL. Continue on here, Locked On SEC. I want to remind you guys, if you haven't checked it out yet, check out the Locked On Sports Today YouTube page. Live 24-7 sports discussion up there on YouTube. If you're, uh, if you're one of those people who likes to have your computer or phone open and fall asleep to it, pull that up on YouTube. You can watch all of our great shows, national coverage, um, Covering all the sports out there, so good, good stuff there. All right, we got to dive back into it as uh, we got some transfer portal news and movement and guys picking schools. So let's dive into it. We'll start over at Florida. As on Monday, they picked up a transfer portal commitment from a former Ivy League quarterback, Aiden Warner, announced on social media he is heading to the Swamp. He's a native of Florida. Uh, did not play in 2023, opted to enter the transfer portal as a three-star recruit in the uh, class of 2023, had offers from Arkansas State, Brown, Dartmouth, a uh, ton of different schools, Yale, and that's where he ultimately signed with was Yale. But uh, like we said, redshirt this year, has all four years of eligibility remaining, and uh, we'll see. Faden Warner will uh, back up Graham Mertz or... DJ Lagway will jump that you know jump him and be that number two guy, but just uh, some depth there at quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs or for the Florida Gators rather for the Georgia Bulldogs. They're adding quarterback depth. Uh, Jaden Maya Ava is how I would guess you say it. M A I A V A had a redshirt uh, freshman season at UNLV before announcing his plans to enter the portal and. 2023 Mountain West Freshman of the Year is heading to the Georgia Bulldogs. He was a three-star recruit from the Las Vegas area in 2022. Stayed uh, at home, went to UNLV. Redshirted his first season. 
was originally slated to back up Doug Brumfield behind center, but was called into action week three. Finished year with 3,000 yards, 17 touchdowns, 10 picks. Also had uh, almost 300 yards rushing on the ground. But uh, Barry Odom, head coach over there at UNLV, proved their win total this year with Maeva, and he's heading to Georgia. Carson Beck coming back, obviously, he'll be the starter. Brock Vandergriff hit the uh, quarterback or the uh, transfer portal. He's over at Kentucky now, but Gunnar Stockton's still in that room. They add incoming four-star recruit Ryan Puglisi, and now they will add Jaden Maeva from UNLV. So we'll see, uh, you know. Clipboard holder, number three quarterback, number two, whatever. We'll see how it shakes out. Over at Ole Miss, they picked up a piece to their offensive line yesterday, getting a commitment from former North Carolina offensive tackle Diego Pounds. He was uh, very highly thought of in the transfer portal. Figures to uh, start at one of the tackle spots for Ole Miss. Made eight starts for North Carolina last year uh, at left tackle. Six foot six, 330 pounds. Got some nice size, so pounds. Another big-time addition to the transfer portal class from Ole Miss that, of course, ranks number one across the country. He's the 13th member of this Ole Miss transfer class so far. Second O-lineman to come in. He will have two years of eligibility remaining. Now, the Rebels did lose the commitment of former Tennessee DB Tamarian McDonald after he uh, you know, announced a couple weeks ago he was coming to Ole Miss on Monday on three uh, made a prediction flip that he would flip from Tennessee or uh, from Ole Miss to Louisville. So uh, watch for Tamara McDonald. Probably not going to end up there in Oxford. Probably going to end up over at Louisville. Over at Alabama, former wide receiver Malik Benson has announced he will continue his career at Florida State. So the guy who came in from Louisville didn't really factor in a whole lot at wide receiver for Bama this year. He's on the move. He is off to Florida State. So um, good luck to him. Uh, also, Kendrick Blackshire, latest member of the SEC or uh, the Alabama team to opt for the portal. Been in Alabama since 2021, played in 24 games. Be a true senior this year. And um, played a good bit there at Alabama. Played special teams early on and uh, found himself into the rotation. But uh, Kendrick Blackshire on the move and entering the transfer portal. So we'll see where he ends up. But leaving after three seasons there in Tuscaloosa. Also Alabama defense back Jake Pope. Uh, planning to enter the transfer portal, continue his career elsewhere. It was a big-time uh, prospect out of Buford, Georgia. It was four-star prospect, number 32 safety. Back in 2022, did not log any playing time his first year at Alabama. Took a red shirt in 2022, and uh, this year did not record any defensive stats. So, see where Jake Pope ends up. Oh, one other note in Alabama, Tyrion Arnold put out a note uh, saying he was immensely, immensely grateful for the unwavering support of fans at Alabama. He's heading off to the next level, but finished this year with five interceptions. That was tied for the lead in the SEC. And I wish Terry and Arnold the best of luck at the next level. Over at Auburn, they pick up a transfer commitment from Rico Walker. He's the son of former Auburn defensive tackle Ricardo Walker. Played for the program back in the 90s. Walker played in eight games this season for Maryland. Four catches for 27 yards. He took a visit to Auburn last week. And now he is transferring 
officially over to Auburn. Was a former four-star athlete in 2023. 24-7 Sports Composite rated him the number 10 athlete in that class. So Hugh Freeze has been very busy. They've got uh, Sam Jackson, the uh, quarterback slash wide receiver from Cal. Robert Lewis from Georgia State. Gage Keys coming in from Kansas. So going to be a lot of new pieces there on that roster for Auburn. Over Tennessee, former DB Wesley Walker announced he is transferring to Louisville. So another former Vol headed to uh, Louisville. So we'll see what happens with him there. Over at Texas, A.D. Mitchell, former Georgia wide receiver, been at Texas, and he announced he is officially heading to the pros. A.D. Mitchell going to play for the NFL. Chip Brown of Horns 24-7 reporting that one. We talked with A.D. Mitchell down to Sugar Bowl a week ago, and uh, good kid. Wish him the best of luck at the next level. Over at AM, Tony Grimes came into AM in transfer portal this past year and Back in the portal, he's heading to the Big Ten. He committed to Michigan State on Sunday evening. He's a former five-star prospect. Started at North Carolina, spent this season at College Station, and now he's at Michigan State. So Tony Grimes, from North Carolina to Texas A&M, now off to Michigan State. <laughs> three schools in three years. Pretty crazy. Over at uh, Missouri, Eli Drinkwitz doing some work in the portal as Drink added... Defensive lineman Sterling Webb out of New Mexico State and running back Nate Noel out of App State. Webb was originally a uh, defensive lineman out of the St. Louis area. Made an immediate impact at New Mexico State. Finished with uh, six sacks, two forced fumbles in two seasons there. And uh, Noel was a three-star recruit in 2020. Last four seasons for App State. Put up over 3,000 career rushing yards, averaging over 5.5 yards per carry with 18 rushing touchdowns. So two big-time contributors there coming into Missouri. See what they look like next season. And there you have it. You're caught up on all the latest portal movement happening around the conference. Thank you guys for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Shout-out to Everydayers. Come on back tomorrow on the show. I think we'll finally get to our interview with uh, Tim Tebow that we had last week. We'll put that up there for you guys on tomorrow's show. And, uh, again, thank you for making us your first listen. Go check out your second listen. Check out the Locked On Sports Today YouTube page, 24-7 Sports, covering the top sports stories of the day with our local experts of Locked On. Check that out. I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked On SEC. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.